0: Follow the white rabbit, Neo. We have one Josh Allen besting another Josh Allen. It must be a glitch in the matrix. Welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ISM. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my brother from the same mother, Josh, and this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. If you want to join in the irreverence and let us know your opinion, you can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. This is a show about opinions, so if you don't like one of our opinions, we don't care. We have a great show today. We are going to give our top five quarterbacks with the it factor that are not in the Hall of Fame. Breakdown is always the top five games of the week, and one of them is always the Bears. But first, ring around the rosy. Where will Odell go? Today is November 10th, 2021. Let's get irreverent. Well, Josh Odell Beckham this week on Monday was officially released by the Cleveland Browns and nobody put in a claim. Where is he going to go?
1: Well, it looks like Packers, Saints and Chiefs are being reported um, according to the the googles and uh my buddy um, <laughs> and your buddy <laughs> yeah uh that's where I, some guy down the, some guy down the street that's where i get my news oh wow um,
0: that's awesome
1: <laughs> so one concern here though if he gets traded if traded if he gets uh signed by the packers he's on my fantasy team right now so i'll have to actually trade him
0: yeah i don't i don't know if the packers are going to bring that in they already have enough headaches with Aaron Rodgers
1: you know, true. Like,
0: true. I could see the Chiefs bringing him in. You know, yeah, I Andy
1: Reid does tend to do pretty good with you know wayward players.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Like, look at what he did with Travis Kelsey, who was like a total headache at one point, and and look at what he did with Tyree Kill, who's beating up his kids. No, I'm just joking. He didn't beat up his kids. He did pull the kid's arm out of the socket, but it is what it is. Um, Odell Beckham, I think, will end up probably with like the Chiefs. Although I'm not going to tell you, I don't know if he's worth signing to your team he hasn't shown anything in three years and baker mayfield's not a terrible
1: quarterback well he just got paid like seven million dollars i think to go away so i think anyone can sign him for the veteran minimum and he'll be okay with it and they'll have a huge upgrade at wide receiver so if i was any of those teams that needed a wide receiver I would absolutely sign him immediately. In fact, don't I mind, think it's crazy. I think it's crazy not to. You don't mind the
0: the the headache or what could happen with like um, chemistry.
1: So this it's all speculation though. Like other than his dad posting that video and him, you know, saying I'm not happy here and mm-hmm. asking to be, like to be released. Like, what other headaches has he caused? He seemed to try. To be you know in line with mayfield and the plan and you know what this is kind of feels a little bit like Terrell owens back in the day where it was totally fabricated that he was like a, a locker room cancer like he actually was a great teammate and like a lot of his teammates have come out and said that that the whole thing of him being a locker room cancer was just not even true so but-
0: He did bring headaches. I mean, even he got into the Hall of Fame and didn't show up
1: to the ceremony. Okay, I'm not saying he's a perfect man or he had a perfect (laughs) situation. I'm just saying that maybe this is being blown a little bit out of proportion (laughs) because Odell is a really good player, has transcended talent, and I think you can work with that. He he was great on the Giants for a long time. So how long is a long time? You mean like two years? Well, he was with them for. Four years, so. What, was he with, with them for four years? I know for a fact he was with them. For two years, he was hurt, and two years, he was healthy, so.
0: So he was really only had two great years in his career, is that correct, out of, like, seven?
1: I guess that would be the case.
0: Is that a transcendent player?
1: Okay, so. Do you uh, do we need to watch the video where he catches a ball with three fingers, totally laid out? Hey, look, I'm
0: not saying he doesn't <laughs> okay. have. Splash do we need to plays, watch. That again. Saying, I'll show you. I'm that. not saying he hasn't had some good seasons. I'm just saying, does that make you a transcendent player when you have two years okay. out of seven that are just spectacular, and the other I, five are really
1: below average? Being a transcendent player doesn't necessarily mean you have to show up. Okay. Mm. Okay. It interest. does not you don't need... need
0: to show up to be a transcendent player.
1: Andrew Luck was heard all the time. Total transcendent quarterback.
0: He was only he was injured his last couple of years, but before yeah. that, he had five years of being a pretty solid quarterback.
1: Okay, fine. It's a little bit disanalogous to the situation. I'm just saying I, you don't have it. to show up to be a transcendent player.
0: Okay, well, it's an interesting thought. That's for sure. Um, speaking of maybe, I don't know, locker room headaches. Um, it's time to play uh our next game of Aaron Rodgers or some douche south of I-80. Are you ready,
1: Josh? So excited.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, this time, I mean, you were pretty close last week, but you just missed it, all right? But we're we're going to I'm going to give you a scenario, all right? And you have to tell me is that Aaron Rodgers or another douchebag south of I-80? Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This summer, there was a guy who may or may not have demanded to be traded because he didn't believe his team gave him any talent to play with, even though he may or may not have had a top five wide receiver and may or may not have had a top 10 running back. Josh, is that Aaron Rodgers or some douchebag south of I-80? I think it's Aaron Rodgers. You had me worried, man, but yes, you are correct. That is oh. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> this wow. summer. he decided to demand that he be traded or let go because he felt like the team had not helped him, and I think there was a little a little bit of uh anger about them taking a quarterback the year before, although granted he did have his best year in years be- after they took him. kind of yeah, fired I, him up a little bit Well, he
1: was the mVP of the league, so <laughs>
0: right exactly like. <laughs> literally the best year he had in many years um not many years but a few years um yeah that's that's pretty douchey i'm i'm not a huge fan of that decision uh um but i am proud of you josh for getting that one right thank you you're welcome you're welcome this is like my favorite game to play in the world like Mm -hmm. way more than (laughs) mousetrap
1: yeah shoots and ladders so i don't know yeah pretty great well josh Some ladders. Anyway, go ahead.
0: Well, well, Josh. This week, I had I was having a discussion with uh, my boss about Justin Fields, and he's like, "Oh man, you could really tell he's got an, he's got the it factor." And I said, "Yeah, it's weird. I've never seen that in a Chicago quarterback." And he said, "Yes, you have." And I was like, "Who?" And he's like, "Jim McMahon." And we had this interesting discussion about quarterbacks that have the it factor, but just didn't have it all, couldn't put it all together because of injuries or or teams they were on or bad management or bad um coaching um and so that made up this idea that maybe you and me josh should talk a little bit about quarterbacks who have the it factor but just couldn't put it all together and have a hall of fame career um as of yet so josh, I'd like to hear what quarterbacks uh what quarterbacks do you have on your list my friend
1: uh <clears throat> well i want to start out with one that actually uh kind of is close to home because he played for the bears for a minute and uh also played in the canadian league doug flutie i think is one that definitely had (laughs) a special talent uh he was also a very short man that (laughs) maybe kept him from being signed by nfl teams early on in his career um but he I mean, just watching those jump fakes he would have on the Buffalo Bills when he played for them was oh they, my gosh, like, was oh, that was insane! I know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he really could make some ridiculous plays. So, well, it's I, uh, interesting.
0: I wonder if he would have gone to the Super Bowl if they had if that music city miracle hadn't happened.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a
0: good you know, point. so it, it's interesting though, but I agree, Doug Flutie's on my list too. Uh, um, I put him on my list as well because everywhere he went, he elevated the team. As long as he was
1: the starting quarterback, it always seemed like he was having like a ton of fun playing too. Oh, I know. know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, dad actually bought me his uh, his uh, or was he? Yeah, he took me to a a football card or baseball football card uh, um conference and bought me his rookie card on the Bears.
1: Yeah, which was believe it.
0: I I think we still have it, don't we?
1: I'm pretty sure it's in mom's basement right now.
0: We'll have to go down there sometime. I hate it down there, though. Anyway, um, I'm, I decided to steal the one that my boss came up with, uh, Jim McMahon. You know, uh, another Bears quarterback, but, like, really had the it factor. I remember, because um, I have the DVDs from the 85 season, he was injured, and he comes in against Minnesota. We're down, like, two, three touchdowns with, like, the fourth quarter left, and and he throws three touchdowns to win the game. You know, he had the it factor. He just could not. Stay healthy.
1: Can yeah, I totally agree, and he's on my list too. So sorry. Is he really? Like, <laughs> he's the he's like the quintessential guy who was supposed to be great and just could not yeah. stay healthy. Like he is the the example that you that that you throw out with every player that can't stay healthy. You know, yeah. He and he, honestly, a lot of his teammates, or I should say, some teammates, said that he was you know the smartest football player that he, they ever played with too. Really? So yeah. So I mean, he, who knows? Like maybe he was, maybe he just had a you know football player's mind and just didn't have the body to support it. I know.
0: It, so. Well, I, I think dad, dad often talks about thoroughbreds um, in the NFL and how they, st- they they're so great, but they're just like a flash in the pan because th- they have all the talent, but they just they're so like um, perfect that they get injured all the time. You know, like well, uh, like Bill Sears. I-
1: I think a lot of it has to do with the way they play, too, though. You know, some guys mm, who give it their so all true. every play, like, yeah. they get destroyed. And Jim McMahon was one of those guys that will, I mean, dude, he used to take on defensive players all the time. Like, these days, like, yeah. he would be, like, getting yelled. In fact, if he played these days, maybe he would have been great because everything has mm-hmm. changed. You know, you're supposed to slide every single every single scramble, you know? Yeah, so. right. As
0: soon as you see a defensive player come coming, you, you go down or you go out of bounds. Yeah, nobody's fighting for those extra yards as a quarterback anymore. Yep, I I agree. So,
1: who do you got next? So, I got one who actually is still playing right now, but really, uh, I feel like needs to be concluded on this. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he's ooh good. I think he's is so crazy to watch him put together like three games that like maybe you have never seen quarterback play that good before, and then (laughs) you'll see him six games where you're like, okay, so he's getting benched <laughs> like he it's just in it's crazy to watch he's he has had some really really great showings in his career he just mm. for some reason can't put it all together falls off the rails so hard yeah. um but you get you, no one can like doubt his absolute like talent ability yeah. to make ridiculous plays
0: yeah i agree he, he does man If you, if you need a bomb man he is your guy Years ago. I was actually sad that the Bears didn't pick him up and we got
1: Andy Dalton instead. Oh my god, me too. I was so wanted <laughs> I wanted the Fitz Magic for a year. You, you know? I know? I know. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna
0: choose a quarterback next um that I think will be in the Hall of Fame. He just isn't right now, but uh I think he's a little underrated. I know you hate him. Philip Rivers. Oh That's right.
1: Philip Rivers, dude, he has twelve. He doesn't have the it years. factor. He has twelve he has the opposite of the it factor. <laughs> I would say that if you looked up not the it factor, you'd find his you'd find his picture in the dictionary. <laughs> that is so messed up. We Philip Rivers had 12
0: here. years over 4,000 yards, dude. God. His career passer rating is 95.2. 95.2. That is really, really good. Um Philip Rivers, man, he just he had teams that didn't have great defenses. He had bad oh coaching. God. But man, he was a he was really on some talented really quarterback. Great teams too, though. He was, he was on the on... team. He had a team with LT. I agree, but that's. I mean, like the coaching and the rest of the team couldn't put it together.
1: Okay, so I think one year, at least one year, he had a really decent defense. LT, Vincent Jackson, um, uh, tight end, Hall of Famer, tight end that I can't escape. Oh, Antonio it. Gates. Antonio Gates. And a pretty decent, you know, offensive setup. I think it was north Turner was the, the head coach, you know, mm-hmm. so that was a drawback. But other than that, they totally should have won something. But yeah, but you know what? <laughs> they're, in, they're kind it, of snake
0: happen. bitten, those Chargers. You know what I mean? They, they've been snake bick- bitten for years, years and years. You know, well, another one that uh, is a Charger quarterback that uh, my boss said was uh, Stan Humphreys.
1: Oh, okay. No, it's really I,
0: Stan Humphreys. He's like, yeah, and he had the it factor.
1: I remember the name, but I think it's a little bit before my time, so I don't think I remember him playing at all. Well, he took the Chargers to the Super Bowl against the,
0: um, the 49ers. Oh, I the do The last remember. time the I'm 49ers excellent. went to the Super Bowl, 94.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember him. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like, or I, was that 95? No, that was 94. Um, But yeah, uh, Philip Rivers, man, I just... The Chargers team is just snake bitten. I mean, there's a reason that Eli Manning came out and said, I refuse to play for San Diego. Now, I hate mm-hmm. that he said that because I think you should just go to the team that drafts you. Um, but uh, and I don't like him for that reason. But there's a reason he said that. And it's because the ownership and the management can't put it together there in San Diego and now at Los Angeles. OK. Who
1: do you got for your next quarterback? I got Michael Vick. Oh, he did, man. I should have put that. I'm one sorry, out. but like, if he if he applied himself early on his career, early on in his career, the way he applied himself in the Eagles, um, af, after his his stint in prison, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I don't even know. He he actually had a really good arm, and he, you know, wasn't the most accurate quarterback, but he was very accurate, and with his un believable ability to run and be the Mm. fastest guy in the field. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know we could be talking about him. Like he was one of the best ever. Um, Of course, you know, there was a little problem in the middle there, but (laughs) we'll uh, wave at that as it goes by. I can't
0: argue uh, with that one. I wish I put that on my list. That's, that's a really good one. Like he, he had one of the strongest arms
1: I've ever seen. And it was like effortless. You know, yeah, it was. It was yeah. Chuck the ball 60 yards downfield and it looked like he was, you know, just dunking it off to like a running back, you know, it was yeah. the same effort. It was great. Yeah, I really loved watching him play. That's true.
0: Um, my next two quarterbacks um, and I'll and I'm just going to preface this next two quarterbacks are both nominated to be in the Hall of Fame this year. Um, they've been nominated before and haven't made it, but they're both nominated. My number two is Boomer Esiason. Okay. The, blonde, the Blonde Bomber, all right? Dude, listen to this. You ready for this? This is going to uh-huh. blow your mind. He has a higher quarterback rating than John Elway. Interesting. Yeah, than John Elway. And, like, he took his team to the Super Bowl and just happened to run across the great, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, not the greatest now because Tom Brady is, um, on maybe the greatest drive of all time in the NFL, Joe Montana. So, I mean, Boomer Esiason, man, he took that team to the next level. I thought he had the factor.
1: Yeah. Uh, my last guy is uh, Randall Cunningham. He was Shut my... up. That's mine, too. Are you serious? Shut up. Yes, He's... Are you kidding he... me? Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he definitely was my favorite player growing up. He oh, was man. It's so, good. so elusive in the pocket. Loved it. He was um, just fun to watch. And he, uh, unfortunately, played for the Vikings for a little while near the end of his career which he i believe had like the best passer rating maybe at one point on there but i don't know he he definitely wasn't like this like the biggest had the best stats that you have ever seen or anything like that but he was very good and it was very fun to watch and um kind of stinks that you know he and buddy ryan didn't find any success together Mm. um but uh yeah i uh Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, your last guy is Randall Cunningham, obviously.
0: Yeah, Randall Cunningham. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen to this year in nineteen ninety, he had three. Th- now remember, this is before quarterbacks are going, you know, crazy like they are now. Three thousand four hundred and sixty six yards passing, thirty passing touchdowns, nine hundred and forty two yards rushing, and five rushing touchdowns. Yeah, like I think that he- was an unbelievable year. And then guess what? In nineteen ninety eight with the Vikings. He had an even, he had a, he had an, un, he is spectacular year, almost the MVP of the league. In fact, he would have been if it wasn't for um, Terrell Davis.
1: Oh, when he took the Broncos to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Basically. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: Randall Cunningham, unbelievable. His QBR, which is different than rating, which we found out, um, a QB, which I knew, but uh, the QBR for him is higher than both Michael Vick and John Elway. Again, John Elway might be an overrated quarterback. I know that's weird to say, but maybe he's a little overrated because Randall Cunningham and Boomer Esiason have higher QBRs and or quarterback ratings career than John Elway. John Elway just had a better team.
1: I feel like the only Hall of Famer quarterback that I could say was overrated is Troy Aikman. Uh, Joe Namath. Oh, yeah, duh. Have you seen his stats? Oh, Oh, they're just
0: deplorable. They're like Trubisky stats. Actually, Trubisky looks like a Hall of Famer compared to Joe Namath. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow, there was sacrilege going on there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, Broadway Joe. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead. Let's talk about uh, week nine in the NFL. Uh, We're going to talk about our top five games of the week, and one of them is always the Bears. Um, Speaking of the Bears, they go into Pittsburgh and almost – pull out an upset against the Steelers losing 29 to 27. Josh, we have purposely not talked about this game so we could
1: talk about it tonight. What are your thoughts? So, uh, the referees were trying to make us lose. That's yeah, not the, referees, even, they're the freaking worst. What the frick? Like it wasn't even like it was the most disgusting thing I had watched. Like hmm. it, they them calling penalties on phantom things. Oh, it was ridiculous, that, and, that, and especially that, in that moments, especially in moments where, like, like you should probably like, okay, is that taunting really? Nah, maybe in this type of a situation, I'm going to let it go. You know? Yeah. So, like, the refs, they just didn't want us to win,
0: and and I I know I I don't believe in conspiracy theories. Okay, I hate conspiracy theories, but I could see how someone could believe it. You know, Mike Florio, I was listening to him this week. He said, um, that, you know. I could see how people might believe that there, there's some sort of conspiracy. Um, but there just isn't. Um, the problem is here is that we need to figure out not to throw flags, um, on gray areas.
1: Yeah, that was, it was retarded. I mean, fourth and 15 and they give him a first down, a free first down for nothing. Yeah. for Nothing.
0: Oh, it, it, I, I've never been so angry. Um, you know what though? It makes me think about when Cam Newton and um, Donovan McNabb would always talk about how, um, like, I'm going back to like even the the uh, roughing the passer calls that didn't happen on Justin Fields, but they did happen ridiculous on uh, Ben Roethlisberger, where he barely mm-hmm. got touched. Yep. Um, they would say how as black quarterbacks, and maybe they're maybe it's just running quarterbacks, um, but I just don't see it the same way with Josh Allen uh the way I see it, with maybe the black quarters, but the black quarterbacks are getting are not getting those calls. Now, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. You know what I mean? Like that—that's some heavy stuff to to say. Justin Fields, man, um, he, he, I think he had his breakout game. I think he was good.
1: I think so too. I think uh, he finally was. I, I would like to say that he was actually really awesome. He, was, he made I, I some I almost really want to say that,
0: but I'm scared to say it.
1: <laughs> I know, because I'm like, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like...
0: well, let, let's also remember the first half wasn't pretty. You know, he didn't look as good. The second half, it was like he made some adjustments, as did Matt Nagy. You know, and man, I thought he was more like, like uh, Hub this week said that he felt like Matt Nagy was much more creative in that second half than he has been in a while. You yeah, know, I mean
1: that wildcat
0: stuff
1: yeah i would say so i think a couple of those calls that they did work out so we're we're okay with it i think a couple of those calls if they went the other way we'd be sitting here saying the exact opposite like what an idiot who does that (laughs) but i think that's true (laughs) it's pretty much is but like when when it comes to wildcat especially in situations that they called it in when it doesn't go well you really get raked over the coals um but no i mean fields you had some some really good plays on the run. You know, he, he escaped the pocket in the proper amount of time. He didn't wait too long. Yeah,
0: I know. Um, it's like he's starting to feel the pocket a little bit better.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was fun to watch. I feel good about the game even though we lost. I hate the refs. And um, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, Um. interesting. It was either Mike Florio or Hub Arkish. I can't remember because those are my two, two guys I really love to listen to. Um, one of them said that there's an argument that right now Justin Fields is has been the best rookie quarterback playing this year.
1: There's no argument for that. I don't think that's insane.
0: Well, in this that what is he said absolutely insane is what he said is Mac Jones is more a system, you know, but like like with big No, there plays. is no way there is no way to say that. Well, that's in this ridiculous. game, in this game, in this game, Justin Fields had five plays of 20 yards or more to five different players.
1: All right. No other rookie quarterback has made that happen yet. And, and you know what, if he puts together a couple more games that are yeah, similar to I this agree. one, but I'm saying totally. yeah,
0: like right now, right now,
1: absolutely right? not. There's not even close. Okay. Mac Jones okay. is absolutely playing way better than any of the, other I wouldn't rookies. say he's playing lights
0: out though. Like he, he's, play, he's, he's a playing, rookie. He's not playing. lights out, of course. He's playing dinks and dunks though. Um, yeah. Justin Fields averaged 15 yards per pass. That's good. That's unbelievable, Josh. If you have a That's season good. where you average 9 yards a pass, you're having a great season.
1: Absolutely. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that is totally not the case. He is there is no case to make him the best rookie quarterback right now. Hopefully by the end of the year that Would is... you
0: say he's the second best?
1: I would say Trevor Lawrence, because he's actually starting to put together some stuff, that you still kinda have to go with him. I don't know, man. But he has not he has not had you know a clean game like like Fields has had, you know, like this last game. Or no, Fields actually even threw an interception, so I would take that back. So um Yeah, that was a that was a fluke freak
0: play though. That was weird. I was it was weird anything quite like that. It was Um, weird. Speaking of Trevor Lawrence, uh the Jaguars and the Bills. Jaguars beat the Bills, upset the Bills, um, with the outstanding score of nine to six. Yeah. Uh yeah, Trevor Lawrence is playing better than Jordan Fields or Justin Fields. Yeah. Um what are your uh, thoughts on that game? Um, because my thoughts are all about the running game for the Bills. It's atrocious.
1: Um, actually, I think the the Jacksonville um front four were able to just basically hold that game where it was they were they were hitting allen all game long they were he they had him under pressure like it felt like every play um i honestly think that game was they were they were able to get pressure with four guys all of a sudden so i mean i don't don't know what their game plan was but it worked out great and yeah i i would say that their their running game had a little bit to do with it but you know when when you guys when they're playing soft coverage like they were um, when you have that much pressure with the four guys, you're able to get cover checks, you know? Well,
0: because, well I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this right now. I don't think the bills can continue. I don't know if they can win continue like um, effectively um, or continually. If Josh Allen continues to be their leading rusher with only 50 yards, I
1: don't, I don't, I think every team needs a, uh, a running dynamic for sure, but I don't think it's absolutely necessary. And I think they just needed to No, uh, but I'm saying their quarterback can't be their leading rusher with only 50 yards. I just disagree. You can't win. You can't win that way. I Not think, in the NFL. I think Lamar Jackson has won a bunch of times that way. With only 50 yards. With a hundred yards rushing, but
0: no, oh, hundred. Yeah. That's, that's different. That's a horse of another color. <laughs> But um, 50 yards I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. He had exactly
0: 50 yards rushing and he was a leading rusher. You, you can't, you can't win in the NFL that way. Not with the quarterback.
1: I don't know. I disagree, but I, I honestly just think they didn't, they didn't adjust to the Jacksonville's defensive scheme well enough. Okay. And maybe that falls down on uh,
0: the court, on the coach of
1: the bills. But it also um, goes to like, how razor thin, like the difference between the best team and the worst team in the NFL. Oh, is, totally. You know, totally. Yeah. Your game plan away from beating the best team in the NFL, like that's really what I agree. Is. I agree. Like
0: this isn't Alabama playing Georgia Southern. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the NFL uh, parity is at the highest it's ever been. You know what I mean? Every everybody is just a few plays away from winning.
1: Yeah, all thirty-one teams, and then that other team, there. and then
0: the team in Detroit. Yeah,
1: know what they're out there. Um,
0: um. Um, one other thing I thought that was interesting, uh, just starting off our podcast, Josh Allen effect. Um, Josh Allen intercepted Josh Allen. Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. Josh Allen recovered a fumble from Josh Allen. That was a that was a weird <laughs> anomaly.
1: <laughs> that was great. That guy just like he just wanted it, man. <laughs> well, like, I guess he had it.
0: I will be the better Josh Allen. I guess he had a tweet like earlier that week that he said, I'm sick of being the other Josh Allen. <laughs> He's not That's the other Josh tweet. Allen anymore.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's my anyway, captain, sir.
0: Yeah. Uh anyway. Uh moving on to the next game. Uh the Browns uh embarrassed the Bengals forty-one to sixteen. Um I thought the game all came down to the tone setting play of the game, which was Denzel Ward's ninety-nine 99- uh, yard interception return for a touchdown it changed the whole game because like the game was zero zero the Bengals are going down to score their touchdown and he throws that interception now i'm not saying that you know there weren't other things in the game but that kind of changes momentum big time
1: yeah he um joe burrow really kind of made a, mistakes when he was like in the worst possible circumstances this yeah, game i agree mm-hmm. um he had like a lot of almost plays today or that day with um, Jamar Chase.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought the other question here is who are the Bengals? Are they the, the, are they the, the team that that, ups, that beats um, good teams? Or are they this team that plays down to these bad teams? Although I don't know if the Browns are bad. Let's, let's not say that. Um, or are they going to be someone who just
1: comes and goes? Well, the Bengals have lost to the Jets to the bears. Terrible, terrible. And I would just have to say that they right now are just kind of talent. That's all they are. They're they have talent that can put it together and really explode, but they don't have something that like grounds them. Uh, is that, is that Zach Taylor's fault? Probably. I mean, cause you have Joe Mixon and he doesn't seem to be, you know, the kind of grounding for the team. So I mean, he has that a deep, like an okay year, but you know, I, I feel like yeah. they, they run their offense through, you know, deep plays and with a second year quarterback and a rookie wide receiver, it's kind of, yeah. it's probably going to be the result you get. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think that's some good insight, Josh. Um, the Broncos uh, went into Dallas and again, destroyed um, a first place team, 30 to 16. I had the Cowboys like on the top of my hill. Um, I can't put them there anymore. What are your thoughts on that game?
1: Yeah, I mean, Denver City was just suffocating. It was just suffocating. Yeah. They did a really good job on all fronts all game long. It wasn't even, like, they didn't even take a playoff at all. And even though the Cowboys did score 15 points, I think, when all is said and done, that was just total garbage time. That game was that game was 30 to nothing. Yeah, it, it,
0: was, it, was, it was crazy. Dak didn't look good. Um, are the Broncos playoff contenders?
1: I don't think so. I think their offense is really, really having trouble. I mean, I know they scored 30 points, but they've really struggled throughout most of the game. And, uh, you know, Dell's is good, so I'll give that to them. But, you know, Bridgewater has really not looked nearly as good as he did earlier this year. So, Mm. um, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think it's gonna be tough for them to make the playoffs. The chargers are are good. The the chiefs aren't going to be this bad all year. At least I don't think so. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and look at our final game of the week. And the one that I was most excited about probably more than even the bears game, the chiefs beat the Packers at home 13 to seven. But I'm going to tell you, I feel like the chiefs are
1: still spiraling thoughts. Yeah, they probably should have beat them by more. I'm, I'm just fine with it though, because, you know, I got to see that the love era when it begins may not be all that great. And I'm just kind of happy about that.
0: I know. I know. I did feel bad for him because I think he's a nice kid, but I I couldn't have handled it if he came out in like one forty-five to zero or something, you know?
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I've got nightmares of that happening. (laughs) And, uh, it did not, it did not go that way. So, so I'm going to say
0: something here. Um, Jordan love sat all of last year, In half of this year, and he didn't look great. I'm wondering.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm wondering if maybe I made maybe I'm the one who's wrong. Maybe maybe we should have started fields from the very beginning, you know, so he could learn on the field, and maybe that's the best way. That when you have it, then you have it, and if you don't have it, you're not going to have it even a year or two years from now.
1: Yeah, I mean it it may not matter. I Mm -hmm. I'd like to think it it kind of does. You know, it helps maybe their mm-hmm. for preparation for mm-hmm. the NFL, you know, on a game to game basis, but I mm-hmm. don't know. Maybe it's all just bull crap. Yeah. Maybe they maybe yeah, it is. you're just gonna be who you are no matter what. Yeah. Exactly. Um, are the Chiefs gonna get out of this funk? I would imagine so. I I don't know why it's continuing on as long as it is, but mm-hmm. I mean it's Patrick Mahomes has been the best quarterback in the NFL for the last four years. And I am pretty sure he's going to pull him out of it pretty soon. Hopefully.
0: So I was talking, I was listening to hub and he, and he says, and he was like, man, he's got some of the worst mechanics and he's gotten away with it. The last couple of years, he was the best quarterback the last two years. Um, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. Although he said this, he said, it looks like he's paying the piper right now, but he plays just like Brett Favre and Brett Favre never paid the piper. Uh, so it's interesting to see what's going on here. There's no real answers.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Well, Josh, week nine is done. You've watched every play from every game. Or so we think. Um, what was uh the best play of the week?
1: I'm uh I'm gonna give it to uh Javante Williams. He had this uh nice mm-hmm. this nice run where he just Plowed over like four guys. It just mm-hmm. looks so good. um Yeah, I that was really, that
0: off that off tackle run.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I don't know how Melvin Gordon keeps his job. Be honest. So <laughs> <laughs> he's just much better in general. Melvin Gordon's a good yeah. runner. He's a he's a good running back. But it's kind of one of these like Nick Chubb versus Cream Hunt things. It's like yeah, One's better than the
0: other. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: And Javante's Uh, only
0: going to get better, too.
1: Yeah. What do you got for the best play?
0: Man, I got that game. The game, um, the moment that the Bengals-Browns game changed, and was not going to go back. That Denzel Ward interception I thought was spectacular. 99 yards, man. Doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. You can't ever get better than that. 99. Well, except that you can. I guess you can go 109. But I'm saying on the field. (laughs) But (laughs) 99-yard interception return. Um, my worst play, though, is a combination of all the calls of the refs in the Bears game. Like, ah. just ridiculous trash.
1: Yeah. Just retarded. Uh, mine is uh, comes from the same game, and it was Matt Nagy thinking that Kyro Santo can do something that he physically can't do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Although, I'm not going to lie. He had the aim. The aim was dead on. I was yeah. pretty. I was pretty amazed by that.
1: Yeah, no, it was, and, and it fooled a lot of people because that initial angle that you were watching, it mm-hmm. kind of looked like the ball popped off the center crossbar. And uh, oh. it, like this was something that people were talking about. It, like From a certain angle, it looked like it it bounced off the crossbar, but it didn't. It was it didn't 10 yards short halfway. of it. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: like, right. Um, yeah, what was it, 66? I was 65-yarder, I think. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's amazing but, that anyone hits those field goals. Good Lord. Justin Tucker has the the record, right? 68. So I thought, man, that's insane. 68. That's that's so far away. It's crazy. When we were
1: growing up, I think the, the record was 63. It was. It was 63. Mm-hmm. By the guy who had like a club foot or something like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. By the yeah. Saints. Yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah. Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> killing me. It's like I'm going to turn my tongue, but... um Who's your uh, king of the hill? Well, I think uh I think after this, you know, the Dallas Cowboys with Dak Prescott showing up, I think I have to keep it with Arizona. They were able to win without their starting quarterback yep. and without their best wide receiver yep. and their starting running back.
0: So Yeah, I agree. That's exactly what I wrote. The Cardinals have to be. They, yep. they won without their starting quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. Yep. King of the hill, the Cardinals.
1: Done. Uh, and, uh, Bum, go I got the Texans
0: Were you rolling down the hill You have the Texans
1: Yeah because I thought things were to get better with Tyler Taylor And they got worse <laughs> Yeah, They did
0: not look good no. They did not look good yeah. uh, I love that Ty- Tyrod Taylor is on the bench For one of one of the teams in our league It's funny um, I, I started but,
1: him in like, my other fantasy league Oh you did Yeah I was on a bye and there was nobody good there And I was just like you know what he's probably going to run a little bit I bet he throws a, a touchdown or two. Yeah, he threw three picks. No, oh. or maybe he had one touchdown. But regardless, I didn't win. That's the that's the <laughs> bottom. It's the bottom
0: line. So. I don't want to talk about not winning. All right, because we'll talk about that in fantasy football depression. Because I'm depressed again. Um, my rolling down the hill is the Buffalo Bills, man. They took a major step back this week. That they could not handle a not a not a, not a, he, they're not a good Jaguars team. And they could not beat them. In fact, they could only score six points. You know, um, I think they took a major step back. I'm not saying they're the worst team in the NFL, but they, they definitely are rolling down the hill right now.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, like I just mentioned, we're going to go into our fantasy football depression. I have lost four games in a row. Four. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Well, and you know what's funny? Is that three of the games I could have won if I just made one little difference one little difference that was on my bench or one little difference of like, I should have known better. And I just didn't. And I'm angry at myself.
1: Yeah. Also starting Khalil Herbert was kind of, I don't know what you were doing there. Well, yeah, I didn't know either, <laughs> yeah. that was a rough one, but I don't know
0: who I would have picked up either though.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's not like, a lot. I thought of that.
0: He had, he, right. I thought he had the biggest chance of anything, but yep. it is what it is. Um, Again, as always, um we're talking about a 10 team league, uh PPR. Um Josh, who is your star this week?
1: Uh Jonathan Taylor. He was awesome. He had uh, 36 points in in our league scoring. Uh he was doing good and then all of a sudden he ripped off a 78-yarder in the third quarter and I uh know. Went, went just to, <laughs> just went to the roof, man. It was or to the house. It was great. You're like, oh, I
0: am going to win this week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I I had two guys combined for 3.9 points. So the fact that I did win and won won by 30 was pretty great. (laughs) Well, I'm going to choose a
0: star that nobody thought would be a star this week. James Conner. Due to that injury, he had 40 points. 96 rushing yards, 77 receiving yards, three touchdowns, five receptions. James Conner cleaned up. And they needed yeah. him to.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, unfortunately, when he uh, is the main back, which he will be for a while, he does. Yeah.
0: It, so, so whoever has James Connor, good job. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Unfreaking believable. Um. Okay. Uh, who's your bust? Um.
1: I have. Um. Oh my God! Why can't I think of his first name? <laughs> What team. Uh, um, the Cardinals running back that got hurt. My... my
0: oh, Chase Edmonds.
1: Chase Edmonds. Oh my god! <laughs> I was in here, and I'm like, I, I, my auto correct auto corrected it to Edwards, and I'm like, Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been hurt for a while. Then <laughs> 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 I'm like, wait, no, that's supposed to be Edmonds. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, what's his first name? <laughs> Yeah. Chase Edmonds. Yep. Chase Edmonds. That was difficult. Um, yeah. He got injured on the first run. So that's a 0. Three points.
0: Wow. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Although that's an injury, you know, you can't, you can't blame the player on that one.
1: I can do um, whatever I want.
0: <laughs> and you do. Um, the bust for me is Josh Allen. He had nine points, all right? He was supposed to rake it this week and he had nine points Five of those were rushing. Yep, five were rushing. That's that's brutal. So, I a lot of teams that had Josh Allen did not win this week. It's very true. So, who's your drop? Is it Josh Allen?
1: No, it's Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. I almost picked him. I he, almost picked him. He has been like threatening to be passable all year. Right. And now he's, I think he put up 1.8 points last week. It's just over just, you know, maybe if you need to pick him up and play him for, you know, eight points on like the, the high side, you know, right. whatever, he'll probably, he'll, he won't goose egg. I'll, I'll tell you that. But, um, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna get you anything that, of, of note. What do you got? Um.
0: Well, I was never high on the Carolina wide receivers, but with CM Darnold out for four weeks, Like, I don't know what the point is. Like, I'd say all Carolina wide receivers. Like, even DJ Moore, who sometimes can get you double digits, he hasn't had a great year either. So I would say all Carolina wide receivers. Just go away. Yeah, just go away. Josh, who's the player that you don't want your brother to pick
1: up? And guess what? I'm your brother. Uh, This week it's Peoples-Jones. I think with uh, Odell gone, he's going to be a good play.
0: I looked at him. I looked at him, but he only had... He only had three targets this last week. And he's only averaged about that. Now, again, yeah. he did have Odell out there, too. but he only. Had, so I thought about picking him up, but I chose not to. Instead, my player I don't want you to pick up, Elijah Moore. Every week, over the last three, he's had more targets and more points. And uh, Mike White is force-feeding him the ball. And even though their rookie quarterback is uh, healthy and can go this week, uh, Mike White is is starting this week. Interesting. So Elijah Moore, and I'm this close to putting him in my starting lineup. It just it's all dependent on if James Robinson plays or not this week.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do. Yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't do that. Oh no, it's only if J- he doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, I'm
0: I'm not putting Emmanuel Sanders again. Okay, I'm yeah. sick of this crap. <laughs> yeah. He has screwed yeah. me two weeks in a row. So he's hot, hot, hot. I pick him up. He does nothing. (laughs) It's insane. This is like the story of my life. Well, that's that's fantasy football depression. I need to go find a clinical psychologist. All right. Well, as always, we talk about the player that was uh, the best NFL player that was born today. And today is November 10th, 2021. And the player that was born today, the Hall of Famer. Isaac Bruce. I think this is pretty cool. Um, uh, I know that, you know, that Kurt Warner movie is coming out in December. Did you know that, Josh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: Isaac Bruce was like his, his number one guy, but he was drafted out of Memphis, and he was a second-round pick drafted by the Los Angeles Rams. And then, his, then the very next year, they moved to St. Louis, and he goes off. Dude, he goes off. In his second year in the league, he had 119 receptions for 1,781 yards. The only reason he was not the leading wide receiver that year is because Jerry Rice set the then record of 1,848 yards. That's wow. pretty amazing. That is really nothing.
1: Nice I was yeah. a reception club guy. Yeah. The greats.
0: Yeah, he's the all-time leading rec- receiver for the, the Rams as well with 942 receptions.
1: Really? Pretty I thought, amazing. I would have thought Torrey Holt would have been.
0: No. Isaac Bruce. And his first reception as a Ram was a touchdown pass, 34 yards from Chris Miller. <laughs> That's a name, huh? Um, Isaac Bruce uh, got into the Hall of Fame this last year in 2020, and he's... Fifth all-time in yards. Josh, can you name me the four players that have more yards receiving than him?
1: More yards receiving than Isaac Bruce? I'm going to go with... Only four. Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens. Number three? um, Randy Moss. That's number four. And I guess probably... Oh, man. I'm going to go with Marvin Harrison. No, uh, number it's actually the
0: second leading wide receiver in yards, and he's still playing today.
1: Oh, it's uh, Julio Jones? No, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitz isn't playing anymore. Oh, I thought he was. No, he's retired.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I really thought he was still playing. I apologize. I forgive you. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I think I get him and A.J. Green mixed up all the time. All right, Josh, let's go ahead and get into the Hub controversy. He actually is kind of controversial in what he said. Uh, I need to know what your thoughts are on this. Do you agree? Let's argue about this for a little bit. Hub this week said that he, any, any NFL person, could see that the Bears should have won this week, but they got jobbed by the referees. Do you agree with him? Totally. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that's our hub controversy this week. Next week, we'll have another just scintillating discussion about hub Arkish and the brilliant thoughts that he has. But before we're out of time, uh, let's quickly talk about other sports.
1: And this week, Duke beat Kentucky behind. Dave, Dave, I forgot to mention something in the uh, fantasy depression. Oh, okay. um, Okay. I want to mention that, you know, we're, we're more than halfway through the year now and it's never too early to kind of start planning for the playoffs, so start taking a look at those defenses and seeing, you know, who they're playing during your playoff weeks, because solidifying that now, knowing your plan is going to be important for when you need to pick them up and have them on your bench for the playoffs, because other people will be doing the exact same thing, so start planning. It's important.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty brilliant, and and I know you're a real believer in having defenses ready weeks in advance. Um Josh, I'm not going to lie man, I think you're going to win the championship
1: this year. I don't think so at
0: all. Okay. I think
1: that I think I'm the I'm just
0: telling you I think your team is peaking at the right time. Oh, like, they really are. So, Thanks. um but with that note, Josh, you've took taken all our time again, so we'll have to wait till next week to talk about bowling. Boy, I love bowling. But until then, stay cynical.
1: Bye.